Welcome to Real Talk with Life After Grief, Chris, where we talk about relevant issues as it relates to individuals in grief as they navigate finances and the advisors who help them. We help clients in grief navigate financial matters. We also teach advisors how to emotionally and financially work with clients in grief through an unparalleled process. This week's episode is sponsored by Life After Grief Financial Planning and Life After Grief Consulting. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Life After Grief Chris. In today's episode, I'm also going to be responding to some listener feedback in regards to overwhelm, fog, and confusion, specifically when you and or your body feels like shutting down as a way of dealing with too much. And I'm going to give you some personal examples that happened to me very recently. The three incidents that happened to me recently happened probably in the last uh, week or so. They probably hit me in the last week or so. And the result is that uh, my body pretty much just shut down. Um, I got a massive headache. I basically had to sleep um, pretty much all day. Just my body telling me that I needed to relax and kind of take a deep breath and step back. So... The first incident uh, has to deal with my house, and I talk about home ownership and things going on with your house periodically, uh, but this is kind of life when you own a home, you have to deal with stuff. So back in December of 2021, we had a slab leak in our house. Kind of step back, we had a new washer and dryer that we had put in, and I heard some hissing sounds, and I couldn't place it, and I thought it was a washer and dryer. I'd called the company that installed them, and it wasn't the washer and dryer. And then I called a leak detection company. They ran some tests and said, you definitely had a leak, but they couldn't find it. So four hours later, they sourced it behind the washer and dryer, which I already knew, and um, the gentleman dug up the wall, and he said, I can't find it. And he's like, I don't want to dig up your floor without the presentation of water. So we let the water keep running, and finally we saw water coming out, and um, he had to dig up the slab. If you can call a slab leak minor, this is probably a a minor slab leak. It was probably, I don't know, maybe $3,000 worth of damage. Uh, Insurance covered part of that, but it was was an inconvenience. Um, We had to have the wall put back together. You know, we weren't able to wash clothes for a few days. Again, a, a minor blip in life. And so at that time, I said to my wife, we're going to have to think about getting the house repiped. Uh, our house is 30 years old, and we had copper pipes. And about three weeks ago, we had another leak, and it was in our master bathroom. So it was something that I could fix. It was a copper pipe coming out of the wall to the tube that connects to the toilet. And I was able to cut the pipe and refit a new pipe on there to stop the leaking. But immediately, uh, I called uh, three or so companies to give us estimates That was on a Thursday, and Friday they came out, Monday we made a decision, and I think by the next Wednesday they came out and started doing work. To give you an idea of the amount of work and the scope of work, they had to cut 30 holes in my drywall and or ceiling, Uh, so it was a massive job, and they were here for three days that's not overwhelming enough you know kind of during the process you have to move your clothes and all the stuff uh, out of the way of the plumbers and then they dirty up your house and um, then after that you have to put it back together have somebody fix up the walls and the ceiling we had a retrofit of our master bathroom and they had to cut up the flooring and the walls that's outside of the 30 holes that I spoke about if that's not overwhelming enough during that particular week I found out that my mother's sister 
passed away. She had a heart attack and she was, I love all my aunts dearly. She was one that probably reached out to me and my family the most and specifically gave a lot of attention to my boys. It was a shock. I knew that she went into the hospital and I didn't really understand the dynamics. I was getting some conflicting information. I knew that she was going to have something, a procedure done. And then all of a sudden I found out that she passed away. So that was, you know, that brought up a lot of bad memories uh, for me, you know, specifically in regards to my mother. And because my boys knew her, we had to tell my boys and my wife and I were putting that off and kind of dreading that. But we had a timestamp in which we had to do that because my mother's other sister was coming to Florida to a conference. And we didn't want there to be a situation to where um, my aunt mentioned the passing of her sister as well as my mother's sister. And we didn't tell the boys. You know, as kids are true to form, they took it in stride. And we, you know, showed pictures of my aunt. My aunt's name is Maybell that passed away. And um, they were, you know, very happy that she paid a lot of attention and very thankful. So we talked about her, kind of got through that situation. And uh, when my aunt, my other aunt came down to Florida, you know, we talked about it. You know, it was a sad moment. So those are two things that um, boiled up on me last week. And the third one, one of my best friends in the world and godfather to one of my boys has a very serious form of testicular cancer that has traveled through his uh, lymph nodes. And it, it is a very serious condition. And I am also the godfather basically to all of his kids. They call me Godfather Chris. It, it was very daunting because he had to go through a major surgery and made it through that, that surgery and had some complications. And I did the best that I could to help out, as well as a lot of other friends and family members that have uh, stepped up. We also have a prayer group for my friend. The future is, is unknown, and it's a little bit of deja vu because when I went to college, my mother had a very serious form of breast cancer, unbeknownst to me, and um, his oldest daughter is also going to college, and you know, there's a lot of unknown there. And I had an opportunity to, you know, take her out and spend some time with her and speak to her about my experience um, with my mother having cancer and a lot of the unknown. And my overwhelming um, advice was to stay put in school and worry about yourself. Easier said than done, but I've been through the situation. I don't know exactly how she feels, but I know how I felt at the time. And so it was important for me to take that godfather role very, very seriously and uh, bestow some wisdom on her because there are not very many people that have the experience that I had uh, as an 18 year old that I could pass on to her. So one, two, three, you know, the house repiping, my mother's sister, my aunt uh, passing away and one of my friends having a serious form of testicular cancer, you know, it boiled up on me and much like anyone uh, who has back-to-back-to-back situations, it becomes overwhelming. And what happened to me earlier in this, early this week is that uh, my body just decided to shut down. It was too much. It was just one day I had to let everything go. I had to basically shut out the world, which I've had to do in the past when things have boiled up and, you know, just regroup uh, when I feel better. You know, luckily I was in a position to where I could just go to sleep um, all day and my body just shut down. And my point in bringing this up is if you have a client in grief or if you are someone that is grieving yourself, you may have situations like this. 
And you may have situations like this more than once. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I have had more than one situation um, like this where I've had things that have just boiled up. And I call it kind of peeling back either the onion or the banana. You can only deal with what's in front of you at the time and not necessarily worry about what's coming up next. So um, I had to deal with the repiping and I was facing that situation head on. And then out of the blue, my mother's sister passed away. And then at, kind of at the same time, uh, my friend was not doing very well. And I'm glad to say that he is at home now um, resting. Hopefully he's on the road to recovery. But again, I will kind of point back to some of my earlier podcasts where I talk about communication specifically with clients and there will be times where clients will shut down just like I did and they won't respond. I had a very good buddy that reached out to me during kind of that course of uh, events and it's unlike me to you know go a day without responding to one of my buddies and I had to say to him hey I'm sorry I just reached that moment where I needed to shut down and um, I let everything go and I started kind of doing that. There were things that were not as serious that I didn't necessarily respond to. And I went back at a point where I thought I could go back, um, specifically people that may have sent me text messages or phone calls. And then um, it just boiled up. It became too much. And it was overwhelm, fog and confusion for me. And again, my benefit, I guess, if you could call it a benefit, is I kind of realized it and didn't try to push through it to make things worse. And so I'm on the other side of it and glad, you know, that I can help someone else by relating a relatable experience. I hope that podcast uh, with some real life situations helps you. And if you've liked this podcast or any previous podcast, please feel free to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever your listening pleasure takes you. Please also feel free to pass this episode on to any friend or family members. See you in the next episode. Cheers and be well. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you are a client and are looking to work directly with me, Chris, and or my firm, head on over to Life After Grief FP. That is Life After Grief FP, the FP is for financial planning.com. If you are an advisor looking to emotionally and financially work with your client in grief, or if you are a client looking to get your advisor's head in the game, head on over to lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. That is lifeaftergriefconsulting.com. Any information referenced in this week's podcast will be located here in the podcast section. And as always, please feel free to share this week's podcast with any friend, family member, or colleague. Thanks for listening. See you next week on the next episode.